Good morning. <laughs> 47 years ago, I was stationed in the military hospital in Berlin, Germany. I was part of the military buildup for the Vietnam War. My journey with the military had begun the summer before, after finishing my first year of college, when the draft notice came from my older brother, Reginald. You better go down to the draft office and see where your notice is, my brother encouraged me. This way we can go together. I went down to the draft office, a small room in the federal office building in downtown Charlotte, North Carolina. A small framed white woman managed the office. A wall of cabinets uh, covered in papers and files loomed behind her. I gave her my name and she went to the file and looked and dug around. After a while, she turned around and told me she couldn't find my draft registration card, so I would not be receiving a draft notice. I returned home and told my good news to my brother and my family. <laughs> my brother shook his head. He couldn't believe my good luck. Well, my luck didn't last, however. Two weeks later, I received a phone call. It was the lady from the draft office. We found it, she said. <laughs> it had fallen behind one of the huge file cabinets. My draft notice arrived, and we promised our mother that we would look out for each other. And quickly, my brother and I found ourselves in basic training in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Unlike the other draftees, we announced that we were conscientious objectors. We would not carry a weapon as we were raised as Seventh-day Adventists. So to honor our covenant to our country and to our faith, we served in a support capacity. In basic training, we encountered the tough Green Beret who stood in front of us and screamed in our faces, lousy COs, and harassed us daily to change our minds. Since we would not carry a weapon, we were trained as medics at Fort Sam Houston, Texas, before shipping off to Berlin, Germany to work at the American Military Hospital. For me, the time spent in Germany are some of the best memories of my brother. We returned home to our mother safe and sound, just as we had promised we had, and we had kept our covenant. As Memorial Day approaches, we remember and honor all who served. Some gave their lives for their country, while others, the cost of their service was broken marriages, depression, addiction, and physical impairment. Memorial Day can be a day of sadness and grief for many. My brother died last August, and I have spent a lot of time over the last year remembering our time together. Many of my best memories are of our time together in the Army. My brother could always laugh at the harassment and abuse we received as conscientious objectors. I was always a little intimidated and even a little afraid of the platoon sergeants. Earlier this year, I joined a grief group here um, offered and started by uh, a wonderful intern, Laura, and with five others from our congregation. Among the group, there were uh, individuals who were grieving the loss of a mother, loss of a father, loss of a husband, a loss of a dear friend, and loss of a brother. I came to the first group full of anger and hurt. I shared with the other group members my pain. 
After my brother and I returned from Berlin, we started to go our separate ways. I left Charlotte and moved to Minnesota. He stayed behind, got married, divorced, moved to Washington, D.C., and got married again. We saw each other occasionally. My mother would update me on his troubles, marriage, unemployment, depression, and then the drinking. When his relationship crumbled with his ex-wife and daughters and his health was rapidly declining, he decided to move home to Charlotte. I tried to reach out to him, get him into treatment, but he refused time after time. By the time our mother passed away, I had little patience for him. Once I started talking, I was surprised at the depth of my anger and frustration toward my brother. He died alone in a nursing home without family or friends to comfort him. I felt anxious and a little worried about how the other group members would think of me. Then something happened. During the second group, we all shared a photo of our loved ones at the encouragement of Laura. We bring a photo to share. We read an article about grief. We sat in a circle and we asked each member to show us their photo and talk about their loved ones. As my anger began to dissipate, I realized that the group was doing what the article suggested. The group was reaching out to me saying, come, sit, and tell us about your brother. As I began to talk about my brother, my anger began to slip away, and I remembered the good things about my brother in our times together. He was caring, he had a beautiful smile, and I always felt safe when I was in his presence. Through the group, I was able to connect with others and share my experiences. I was able to build new friendships and become more connected to the First Universalist community. I experienced the strength of the group, the warmth of his understanding, in all its different quiet ways. All of us knew we did not walk alone. I experienced, experienced firsthand the covenant First University makes with its community to love and help one another. As my brother always said, I was the lucky one. Come, let us worship together.